Hi, I'm Levi. Welcome to our weekly Maison Mission program. This is episode number 24. Maison Mission is an inclusive faith community. The word Maison comes from a Greek word that means greater. The Maison Mission is about finding greater spaces for people to hear and experience the good news of Jesus. You can find out more about Maison Mission by visiting MaisonMission.com or through the links in the description of this program. So today's talk is going to be a standalone thought. It's not attached to a series, but I'm going to call it a table talk. Um, why a table talk? Well, sometimes it's just good to get around a table and share some thoughts and ideas about God, who we are, and where we're going as a family. Many consider the communion table as the great equalizer in the Christian faith. It's the place where we come, we receive, we share, and eat together. My hope is that every once in a while we can have these table talks to check in and center ourselves in uh, the, the core values and the principles of the Maison mission. So today, I want to take a look at two things. I want to look at sacrifice and mercy. What are the first things that come into your mind when I say these words? Um, we'll start with the word sacrifice. Well, I mean, today is Memorial Day and we honor those who made the ultimate sacrifice. So we think about those who give up their lives for others, our military, uh, first responders. Going a little bit deeper, we think about parents, fathers and mothers selflessly giving themselves uh, to their children. Maybe we think about it more practically. We give up things now for greater rewards later. We sacrifice things. We, we work hard in school. We get good grades. We work hard at our jobs. Uh, maybe we're trying to get a promotion. Maybe that means not hanging out with friends as much or not going out, not partying, not traveling so much now so that we can have more freedom to do so later or more money or more um, just, just having more ability to do things later. We sacrifice. And so, uh, you know, when, when we're at church, we sing about sacrifice a lot. There was an old song uh, that I remember when I was a kid. It said, I bring the sacrifice of praise to the Lord. Um, or sometimes in the Christianese of our modern worship culture, you'll hear worship leaders today say, th say things like, we sacrifice our lives to you, Lord. Um, you know, there's a popular scripture in the book of Romans, chapter 12, that says we're to, be, we're to present ourselves as a living sacrifice. Um, you know, just the sidebar, you know, there was this awesome Christian metal band back about uh, 20 years ago now called Living Sacrifice. Yeah, so good. Um, they have this record called The Hammering Process, and it is just brutal. Um, and brutal is, brutal is good, by the way. Um, anyways... So sacrifice. Um, <laughs> the modern definition is basically this, to give up something important or valued for the sake of other considerations. Sacrifice has a lot of religious significance in history. Um, the first definition that actually comes up when you look up sacrifice is this. It says, an act of slaughtering an animal or person or surrendering a possession as an offering to God or to a divine or supernatural figure. Slaughtering an animal or person. Wow. 
Okay, now that's actually brutal. Um, so, so that gives you some thoughts and ideas on sacrifice. So what about mercy? What are some things you think about when I mention the word mercy? Um, someone who is hurt really badly, we might pray a prayer asking God to have mercy on them. Uh, maybe we think about someone who should face a large criminal punishment for a crime they were found guilty of, but the judge chooses to have mercy on them. Mercy always seems to be about someone in power making it possible for someone else to avoid an inevitable negative outcome. The definition of mercy is compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm. Mercy is not, mercy is about not giving someone what they might really deserve. Sacrifice really has to do with a form of payment, you know, a cost, something that costs you something to get something in return. I sacrifice in order to receive. Sacrifice is, uh, it's transactional. But yet mercy is about letting go of that transactional approach. Mercy is about releasing the normal payment of debt or consequence. You know, there's this really interesting exchange between Jesus uh, and his biggest critics, the Pharisees, in the book of Matthew, chapter 9, where Jesus is accused of basically hanging out with the wrong crowd. Jesus and his disciples are sharing meals with the tax collectors and sinners of the day, and the Pharisees think that this is a bad look. Um, but Jesus snaps back at the Pharisees, and he tells them that it's not the healthy that need a doctor, but it's the sick. Then he quotes the words that God speaks through the prophet Hosea, which are, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners. You know, in this moment, Jesus aligns himself with the sinners and reminds the pious religious authorities that they're missing it. He's not here to bolster their power or back them up. He's here for the rejects, the criminals, and the misfits. You know, here Jesus is telling the discarded that they are his friends, that they may be sick, but he is the good doctor with the cure to their ailments. You know, a few chapters later, in chapter 12, we see Jesus sticking up for his accused disciples for picking up food and eating it on the Sabbath. The same critical crew that pushed Jesus on his choice of company in uh, chapter 9, they're back at it. Jesus says some really interesting things to them here, starting in verse 6. He says, I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what these words mean, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the innocent, for the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. You know, I love that Jesus is continually trying to get the Pharisees to see beyond their construct. You know, all they know is this temple system of laws and rules and attaining righteousness through sacrifice. And Jesus is like, there's something bigger than that happening right in front of you, but they can't see it. You know, and then there's that phrase again, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. 
And isn't it interesting that in both of these stories, he uses the phrase to defend the accused. He comes against a system that is using sacrificial metrics to assess a measure of righteousness. The worthy are seen by the religious as those who sacrifice more, and the weak and poor don't stand a chance. Yet Jesus says that the real focus isn't on sacrifices at all, but on mercy. Jesus is suggesting that the powerful give up their transactional temple system, a system that they have gamed in order to keep themselves powerful and the weak under their feet. Release the debts and show mercy. Jesus is urging the Pharisees to make room for the misfits, the criminals, the troublemakers. He's revealing himself to them as the ultimate equalizer, the ultimate justice. I mentioned earlier, Jesus is quoting the prophet Hosea in the Old Testament. In that passage, God is speaking through the prophet, urgently encouraging Israel to return to God's true heart for humanity. And he uses even stronger language there. He says, God delights in mercy. Yet even back then, the people continued to double down on sacrificial systems and empty offerings instead of embracing the delight of God's mercy. When we look at the world around us, it doesn't sound like much has changed. Between protests and violence, accountability and cancel culture, it seems that we're moving further and further away from this mercy that Jesus is talking about. There are great injustices that have gone on for decades and some for centuries unchecked. Accountability is needed, but how do we hold accountability and mercy in the same hands? How do we avoid becoming an angry mob demanding sacrifice instead of mercy? In 1956, in the city of Montgomery, Alabama, an unidentified white supremacist terrorist bombed the family home of the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. King was preaching at a nearby church and his family was not in the home, so thankfully no one was hurt or killed by the blast. But seriously, I mean, take that in. Less than a lifetime ago, they bombed his house. How would you feel if someone came into your neighborhood and committed an act of terrorism against you or your neighbor? Your kids' rooms, your pictures, your family keepsakes, all destroyed or burned in a blast because someone doesn't like the color of your skin or the words that are coming out of your mouth? I mean, put yourself in those shoes and really feel the weight of this. They bombed his house. What if they bombed your house? How would you feel? The people in the community were outraged. They wanted justice. They were ready to face off against their oppressive foes. The mob was starting to form. Yet Martin Luther King Jr., instead of ceasing the energy and momentum of the moment for vengeance, he urgently demands that the people in his community have mercy. Outside his home, just minutes after the bombing, with reporters ready to alert the city of what looked to be an inevitable riot, King bravely directed his community to have mercy. He said, I want you to love our enemies, be good to them, love them, and let them know that you love them. Martin Luther King chose mercy 
not sacrifice. He saw beyond the passion of the moment and realized that in the long game of humanity, God delights in mercy, not sacrifice. Not in the transaction of what we feel is fair in the moment, but in releasing justice to God and allowing Him and trusting Him to have justice. You know, that's incredibly difficult, isn't it? Now hear me. Please, I'm not saying that when huge injustices happen that we're just to forgive and forget and not actively pursue justice in our world. That is actually what we do need to do. The challenge here is to pursue justice with mercy. These two things are not mutually exclusive. I want to show you a short movie clip. Now we can't put the movie clip in this program because of copyright reasons, but I'm gonna put a link to the clip in the description and I'll give you some setup for it. It's from the older Les Miserables movie, the one with Liam Neeson. And this scene is at the beginning of the movie. Liam Neeson plays Jean Valjean, an ex-convict who served 19 years of hard labor and he's released. He's trying to find shelter for the night, but no one is willing to take him in except for this bishop, Muriel. The bishop welcomes in Valjean and shares a meal with him. He gives him a room. Because Valjean has only experienced hardship and hatred in prison for the last almost 20 years, he robs the bishop of all his silver. And that's where we're gonna literally pause the program. So, so go check out the link, watch the short clip, and then come back and resume this program when you're done. God desires mercy, not sacrifice. Isn't that good news? Maison, the word for us today is this. Go into the world and find ways to extend mercy to those who desperately need it. There are people in your community, in your workplaces, in your neighborhood that are being oppressed by the weight of consequences. They may be imposed by themselves, they may be imposed by the systems of injustice in our world, but we can show mercy because like Valjean, we have been shown mercy. Let's pray together. God, you desire mercy, not sacrifice. That phrase in and of itself is so challenging and it's so hard for us to understand and to see and even harder to live out. But God, I pray that you would reveal your mercy to us. Lord, only through us realizing the mercy that you have shown us are we able to show mercy to others. And so Lord, I pray that you would reveal your heart of mercy to us and for us. God, so that we would be agents of mercy in a world that so desperately needs it. God, help us to stop seeing the transactional approaches that we use to every relationship and every exchange, Lord, that we feel like we're not going to get what we're owed or people are going to get away with something. But Lord, in your mercy, we've all gotten away with something, haven't we? In your mercy, we've all come to a place where we realize that, that we have stepped outside of the bounds of the rules. But Lord, 
your mercy meets us there. God, as we, as we leave this place and as we, as we try to follow hard after your words, Lord, I pray that you would show each and every one of us that no matter who we are, no matter what we've done, whether we feel like we're accepted or unaccepted, whether we feel inside or outside of the thing that you're doing, God, I pray that you would show us all that we belong in you, Lord, that your mercy makes a place at your feet for us to sit and to listen and to be with you, for you to speak words of life, for you to speak words of encouragement over each and every one of us, Lord. We belong in you, God. Thank you so much. We, we, we just worship you. We praise you in your name. Amen. A few reminders before you go. House Church and Maison Meetup groups are starting soon. These are great ways for you to stay connected and to live out the Maison mission. If you're interested in hosting or leading a house church, or if you want to start a special interest meetup group, email us at info at We're ready to start moving the mission forward with you. Get ready for Maison Live. As COVID restrictions relax and more and more people are getting vaccinated, we want you to know that we are excited about actual physical church gatherings starting up this fall. Maison Live will be a once a month family church experience where we will sing some songs, share in communion, hear a short message, and actually see each other live in person. More information is coming soon. We can't wait to see you. Maison Mission is a non-denominational church. These programs and conversations are only possible through the financial support and donations from people just like you. If our program encouraged you today, consider supporting Maison Mission with a one-time gift or on a recurring basis. You can give through MaisonMission.com and follow the link to give. You can also text the dollar amount to 84321 and follow the links to Maison Mission. We will also be displaying our giving links on a slide at the conclusion of this program. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope you have a fantastic week.